0: Ghost in the Night with Phil Sams. What is going on everybody? Welcome to another episode of Ghosts in the Night, a hauntings and paranormal podcast. I am Phil Sams. Thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy schedule to check out this podcast. Uh, Today we're going to talk a little World War II and UFOs and aliens and all that fancy shit. Um, This is a fascinating time in history, probably one of the most studied times in history, really, because the dynamics on a global scale during this time, during World War II, were fascinating. What we had going on in the world with the inhumane treatment, the utter conflict that was going on, What role did UFOs play in that? And that is something what I want to touch on in this episode. So let's go ahead and get the podcast started. Now, everybody has heard about the Roswell crash, which happened in the late uh, 47. Uh, That is probably the most popular UFO crash possible UFO crash you know I'm not saying whether there was a UFO I'm not saying it was a weather balloon I'm not saying anything there's more to the story than what the government has said naturally they do not tell us the truth this is not any breaking news that I am sharing here most people that look into this realize and know something went on there we just don't know what it was whether it was extraterrestrial or it was just some top-secret military or government project that crashed in that desert at that time. But that wasn't the first. Let's be totally honest here. That was not the first UFO encounter or extraterrestrial, whatever you want to call it, encounter, experienced in humanity. There, There has been documentation. There have been probably... So many actual UFO stories, UFO interactions throughout history. And I want to talk about one in particular that predated World War II. And it involves Nazi Germany. But like I said, UFOs, unidentified flying objects, have been cruising our skies probably since the dawn of time, just by the mere fact of the name, Unidentified. Unidentified. And the further you go back in history the less they understood possibly you know I'm not trying to degrade them their intelligence but they did not know exactly what they were looking at probably as much now they learn and grew their knowledge and they figured some stuff out and at one point a meteor was an unidentified flying object that's kind of my point but it's been documented there's things that resemble either extraterrestrials or UFOs, in cave paintings all across the world. In the art of the Renaissance, there are strange things being painted in the skies that appear to be UFOs, that appear to be something extraterrestrial. So, whatever this phenomenon is, it has been interacting with us since the dawn of time Now i'm not going to go all full ancient alien and say they extraterrestrials came and helped build the pyramids or whatever i'm not prepared to do that just yet it's not out of the question it's not something that i'm totally discount or think is complete craziness it's it's one of the possible scenarios that happened we weren't there and that's The one thing that frustrates me so much about academia, we weren't there. They're putting their theories there. These are highly educated people who have good theories, and they look at the past, and they're making educated guesses. Now, naturally, their educated guesses are a million times better than my educated guess, but it's not written in stone. They don't have all the answers. They are still guessing that's the key word in that phrase an educated guess it's still a guess we don't know exactly how the pyramids were built we don't know exactly what caused the excuse me what caused the actual jump in our species to separate us from the herd essentially we don't know we are taking guesses we can look at and analyze what evidence we have And make educated guesses. I'm not an expert. I don't know. My theories don't hold weight at all. I tend to lean towards more educated and more informed people. But I do have my opinions. I do think it is very possible that something supernatural caused the evolution or the sudden evolution of humans to take control and become the dominant species. So but my point is things have been going on in the night sky forever. And it's not it shouldn't be surprising that it is such a big topic today. It has been a big topic since the spoken word. So the point is Roswell wasn't the first. It's just the most popular here in the US. It's been covered at nauseum. And I'm even tired of hearing about Roswell. But there was one thing that possibly makes the whole World War II era, or the studying of that time, even more fascinating. Now, we've all heard that the Nazis were into some naturally evil and horrible things. That's that's well documented, and that is should be the highlight of that story. But we've also heard that they were into some freaky shit too, the occult, things such as that. They were looking at the dark magic. They, you know, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade wasn't that far fetched. They were looking for those religious artifacts. They were tapping, trying to tap in to the supernatural, to the occult, to possible other dimensions to gain an advantage, to take over the world, essentially. And that is what Hitler and the Nazi Party wanted to do. They wanted to be world-dominated and world rulers. And that was their master plan. But did they have help? And there's those people that think they had extraterrestrial help from... The aliens are from a species of aliens. I've covered this a little bit in another episode. But there are those people that believe that this was what happened. This is how Hitler came to power so quickly. Somebody who wasn't the most educated, who was basically a tool. He was just not a tool and an asshole and a complete evil evil person in the end. He was a douchebag from the beginning, but how did he become so powerful and take control so easily? And charisma just isn't the only isn't the only factor in that. There, there is something fishy, something funny, something paranormal. We don't understand it behind the rise of Hitler and the Nazi Party. If you look in the history pre World War Two, there was a UFO encounter or a UFO crash in Germany in 1936 in the Black Forest. Something crashed there much like what crashed in Roswell. Now, it is reported that the Nazis took this craft and reverse engineered it. Sound familiar? That seems to be the most common go-to with any UFO conspiracy or whatever. A government takes over a crash. Something crashes in anywhere in the world. The government of that country or that land takes control of it and reverse engin- engineers reverse Wow, I can't talk. Reverse engineers it. And that's fascinating to a certain extent. Just for the mere fact, that you know, you can't doubt it. in my lifetime, and I've talked about this in the past, we have grown by leaps and bounds just over the last 40, 50 years. I remember pre-cell phones. I'm old enough to remember when you could only watch three channels and they were fuzzy and you could barely, you had to squint to make out even a picture. Now, there are thousands of channels at your disposal in a remote from where you can change a channel sitting on your sofa or chair or recliner or whatever You can change the channel to a thousand, two thousand, whatever different channels and never have to worry about finding something you don't necessarily want to watch or something that is is not entertaining to you. That is a luxury that's fairly recent. I remember those days when you had three options. You either watched it or you didn't watch it. And if you didn't want to be bored, you had to watch what was on. Your choices were limited. There was people communicated via a phone hanging on the wall and normally in the kitchen with a cord that wrapped around. You had to walk around with a cord. Now we, we progressed to cordless phones. Now we have computers in our pockets. I remember when I was a kid and got my first computer. It looked like a tank. It was large and bulky and You just couldn't move it around. They were enormous. Even personal computers were enormous. But now, I'm sitting here looking at a little laptop with all the computing power in the world. I have a computer in my phone. I can communicate with somebody across the globe. And that is what I mean by technology has grown exponentially over time. And each year, it, it gets more and more creative, more and more technical. And it's just exploding. God only knows what's going to happen in another five years. What kind of technology we we have. I remember the Ataris coming out. That was a big deal in the 80s. And then now we have virtual reality. So we are growing at a rapid pace. And there are those people that believe this is what caused it these reverse-engineered alien or extraterrestrial craft. They crash, governments take them, they reverse-engineer them, and that is why we had this big boom. But I don't really buy that. I think that's easy. I think that is something that... It's an easy explanation for it. We are fascinating creatures. We are. There are some brilliant people that are looking to Always advance the species, always advance technology, and naturally there's going to be breakthroughs i don't I think it's too easy to say, "Ooh, something crashed, we reverse engineer it, reverse engineered it, and now we have a cell phone now we have all the information in the world at our hands at all times. That's just too simple, and it doesn't It's a great theory but it doesn't hold water in my personal opinion. Now, I'm not saying it's completely false. I'm it's very possible that some things have crashed and we have you know gained some knowledge from it, but I forget where I heard this analogy or this comparison of what of this scenario. You could drop if you had a time machine and you took an iPhone or any smartphone and went back to the caveman days drop it drop it and leave you know they're not going to be able to reverse engineer it because they have no idea what they're looking at. And I think that if the UFO phenomenon is actually aliens or extraterrestrials coming from another dimension or another solar system or what have you, coming to our planet, interacting with us, observing us, and one happens to crash, we would be that caveman looking at an iPhone. That technology would be so advanced, we don't have anything that can jump portals, that can create wormholes, or travel at those great distances. Something beyond our realm, beyond beyond our intelligence, beyond our manufacturing, beyond our science is involved, and we don't know what we're looking at. So I think that is very it's a shaky theory to begin with. So I don't put a lot of weight into it. I don't think that's necessarily what happened or or what is going on. I don't think that is the reason for our advances. I think that takes credit away from the brilliant people in the world or the great thinkers that have lived throughout the histories like the Nikola Teslas and things such as that. But on the flip side, something is happening. There are something, there is something, or there, something is going on in our night skies, and yes, possibly some things have crashed. And I'm not saying that little green men are coming out, you know, having summits with world leaders, even though that's even been reported. I'm not saying that's happening, but something is going on. There is something fishy going on, I don't know what it is, and I don't think anybody has a real clue. And I don't think the government has an idea what's going on. And I think that is one reason why we are getting a little disclosure now, because the government has no idea, and I think they're smart enough to realize, we are smart enough to realize, they're clueless just like us. Now they have a better idea than the average Joe, better idea than me, but they do not know what's going on. They are almost as much in the dark as we are. But they don't want to look stupid, so they downplay it and say it's a bunch of crazy talk, a bunch of hillbillies in the on a farm, don't know what they're talking about, just misidentifying swamp gas or ball lightning. And we'll kind of get into that because I think that's an interesting topic to kind of discuss on this. So did the Nazis actually find a crashed UFO? Very possible. I I don't know. It's a fascinating story, but I'm not big on them reverse engineering something, because let's face it: if they did crash something, or something did crash, and they did reverse engineer it, yes, they had a their technology was much more advanced than what the Allied forces was. There's no some of the the weapons that came out of Nazi Germany were. Very very advanced compared to what we have uh, We have or we had at the time and was that extraterrestrial help or You know reverse engineering, I don't think so I just think they had brilliant scientists and brilliant engineers working on things around the clock and naturally things are going to You know advance a little bit more in that era that was in that country just because they were putting a focus on it. They were pissed off. I'm not a historian by any stretch of any imagination, but from my elementary knowledge of the topic, they were pissed off. They felt like they got the shaft from World War Two, which or World War One, I'm sorry. Which, you know, hey, they took a hit with that. They all the sanctions and everything, they were struggling. They were in the midst of a, a depression. So they put all their energy into building that country, which unfortunately the wrong people got in power and they just turned to the dark side and they took the power and just created a machine that was a government machine and a military machine that was just power hungry and did horrible and applicable things. But they had really smart people, and they devoted themselves to it. Now, here in the U.S., back at that time, we were more isolationist. We did not, we weren't the same country as we are right now, where we got our fingers and tentacles in every country in the world. No, we wanted to stay to ourselves. You know, the history of the U.S., you know, we fought for our independence from the crown, and, you know, we kind of, Stayed stayed to ourselves a little bit, but it, unfortunately things got so bad during World War Two, or in that era, you know, leading up to World War Two, and once the war started, we had to, we got drawn into the war. You know, right, wrong, or indifferent. I'm not here to talk politics. But my point is. We weren't thinking along those lines. We were just looking to survive and keep to ourselves, and we didn't have that motive to take over the world like Nazi Germany. So we didn't put our focus and our energy and our economic power into that kind of thinking. So, yeah, the Nazis were more advanced than us, because that's what they were doing. They were trying to advance. They knew what they wanted to do. I don't think it was alien, reverse alien... I just think they were motivated to accomplish their goal as sinister as it was. And, you know, if they did have extraterrestrial help, no, I'm sorry. They would have won the war. How can a being or a species that traveled hundreds of thousands of light years or whatever to get here, they can manipulate time and space to make that journey They couldn't give them the added leap of technology to push them over the edge. No. Germany still lost the war. Now, why they lost is a whole other topic, and that's something for a history podcast. But if they had alien help or dimensional creatures or dimensional demons or dimensional entity help, they obviously did a shitty job, and I just don't buy it. It doesn't hold a lot of water to to me I think, yes, I think the Germans were into that. They were pushing the envelope. They were trying to gain an edge in in every aspect of the war in spirituality. They were putting all their cards on the table. They were doing whatever they could to spread their evil across the globe. But I just don't buy the whole alien agenda when it comes to helping the nazis cuz it just didn't work i don't think that it is something that we need to really think about or put a lot of weight into now it is fascinating and i'm sure they probably did uncover some things supernatural things that you know were they were ahead of their time and they probably had a lot more answers about the paranormal about the supernaturals supernatural than we have here to even today but there's a lot of questions to that so in my humble opinion the whole ufo craze started in the modern time it with nazi germany you know with this crash in 36 with the aircraft they were developing they were actually experimenting with, they were actually flying, you know, that was some UFO shit, there was some strange things, they were ahead of their time, they actually had something that looked like the stealth bomber that we have now, so they had really crazy stuff for the time, you know, the jet engine rockets, there were all kinds of unidentified sightings, just for the mere fact of, they were pushing the limits and they were so advanced during that era we didn't know what we were looking at or the people in Europe didn't know what they were looking at so the UFO theory the UFO craze kind of started to build around Nazi Germany and maybe that is one of the reasons why the whole occult thing and the whole alien thing blew up because they were so advanced and people didn't know what they were looking at and it was just the case of the imagination feeding the frenzy essentially oh and i even forgot they actually had a disc shaped flying saucer just what you would has been reported all across the globe all from you know the modern times you know is always a flying saucer they had an aircraft that resembled this Now, but it doesn't mean it was extraterrestrial life. Now, there is something interesting that I would like to talk about. And there's one other thing I want to get to outside. I want to do a paranormal headline here at the end of this episode, which I think is kind of fascinating. But we'll get to that after we kind of cover this. But there is something, a phenomenon that happened during World War II that does make me think there was something going on there possibly was some kind of alien or extraterrestrial interaction going on I don't think it was they favored one side or the other necessarily but I do believe there might have been some observation type stuff going on during that time I mean you have a whole globe or whole planet at war basically it might spark the attention of intelligent life elsewhere. If they can get here, why wouldn't they come down and take a look? Say, what are these crazy little ants doing? And that event or those that whatever you want to call it, that was the Foo Fighters. Allied pilots had reported seeing little balls of light all over the place. It was very common to they seemed to follow them. They seemed to be intelligently controlled I know a lot of skeptics and a lot of people say, oh, it was just ball lightning, which is apparently a thing. I've never, I can't speak to ball lightning. I've never actually seen it. I've heard scientists talk about it. Great. I don't know. And and honestly, I don't know what the Foo Fighters were. Now, there are some people that believe the Foo Fighters were actually some kind of, you know, possible craft, remote-controlled craft, the Nazis had to follow the Allied bombers, Allied planes, to kind of see where they were going, almost like a modern-day drone. I don't know. I would be cur- I kind of looked and didn't really see much about any reports from in the Nazi side of it. Did they see any kind of Foo Fighter-type activity? Um, if somebody has the answer out there, be sure to send me an email at GITM podcast and educate me and let me know. I really didn't find much on their experiences with it. It always seemed to be allied pilots or U.S. pilots that experienced these things. Now, a lot of people can, you know, ball lightning is very possible. And what appeared to be in intelligently controlled, it could have been more random and these pilots just were misunderstanding. Now, my theory when it comes to aviation or aviators and they're observing, you know, things such as the Foo Fighters or even modern day, you know, the whole tic tac incident. You know, I tend to trust these pilots just from their fact. Not any dumbass can just get in a plane and fly it. It takes a pretty smart individual to take a take off on a plane, fly a pairing not get lost you know understand aerodynamics it's not a moron's game these are trained observers these are people who risk their lives you know flying fighter jets or whatever even back in you know world war Two era these were the best of the best these were people that really knew what they were looking at and if they see something they don't understand that lends more credibility to the topic of a UFO, like the food Fighters or what have you, than just me sitting looking up at the sky. They are when you are flying, just like when you're driving, you know, you're more conscious of what your surroundings when you're driving. You're paying attention to what's going on. Your senses are on hyper alert. Your visual cues. You're going looking, checking your mirrors. You, you are more aware when you're driving. Now, if you're sitting in the passenger seat, dozing off, you're not paying attention to the world around you. But when you're flying a plane, you are moving at great speeds, you have to kind of pay attention. So they are trained to see, they are trained to identify problems, they are trained to react to problems very quickly. So when they see something they don't understand or they've never seen before, I lend a little bit more credibility to that. That's just common sense to me and generally naval pilots or any kind of pilot these people are generally pretty serious even i would assume back in the early 40s during the world war ii era pilots were still probably pretty serious people and they don't they wouldn't just make this shit up so they were seeing something but like i said i think the foo fighters probably were just something if they're either a dimensional entity or alien from another solar system just kind of observing, seeing what's going on. I do not personally believe that Hitler and Nazi Germany had drone type little balls flying around and following allied pilots. I just... It's too far-fetched for me. I don't think they were that advanced. If they were that advanced, we'd all be speaking German right now. So, this is one of those things. I think people's imagination just gets caught up in the wonder of wonder of it all. There could very well be a rational explanation for the Foo Fighters. Like I said, ball lightning or... You know, some kind of weather phenomenon other than ball lightning. I'm not discounting any of that. And it, I don't know what they were. It's fascinating. And there's, you know, there's not a whole soup, not a lot of, you know, good quality. There's, there's information out there you can find. But unfortunately, you know, a, most of those people aren't with us anymore. These eyewitnesses to this. Aren't there any? Aren't here anymore? And it's hard to get first-hand first-hand accounts. Wow, I'm having a hell of a time talking tonight. First-hand accounts of actually what was going on and what they actually saw. We are hearing things second and third hand. You know that's been passed down, or reading a document or whatever, or a classified document. You know, and that's not as good as actually looking somebody in the eye and seeing their expressions when they're telling the story, because that that tells you a lot about the person, what they're saying. So, unfortunately, this is kind of, we have to rely on science now, and scientists, and those type of experts to answer this question. And I'm, you know, I think they do a good job. I I think it's very possible there is a natural explanation for the Foo Fighters. But there is a possibility. In my opinion, it's probably narrow. But there is a possibility that there was some life form looking at, following, and kind of just being nosy about what was going on, what these planes were doing, bombing each other, you know, bombing cities and fighting in the air, and seeing what's going on. So, I don't know. It's That's pretty fascinating to me, and I, I kind of like the idea, but I'm not married to it. I'm not... I'm okay with a natural, a natural explanation for it, and I'm open to it. And I'm sure somebody will email me or kind of reach out to me and tell me the exact explanation or their opinion for the exact explanation of foo fighters, which you know I just think it's very interesting, very curious, especially when you're looking into Nazi Germany, because they were into some freaky shit. There's no doubt they were into some freaky shit. They were doing seances. They were trying to contact dimensional creatures or dimensional entities to do this or to accomplish their goal of world domination. It's fascinating. It is the, I think somebody could study this and never get bored with all this crazy, supernatural, paranormal stuff that is revolving around Nazi Germany. And the Nazis. I mean, if I can say one thing, at least they had an open mind to it, to where governments now seem to kind of put the kibosh on all that kind of stuff, and they don't look to the supernatural. I think there is something to the supernatural, and I don't I do not think physics has caught up I we we're, we're learning things about physics all the time. What we thought yesterday isn't necessarily reality. We just haven't figured out, tomorrow we might figure out something that kind of builds on what we know and makes the paranormal, we, we're getting closer and closer to merging the paranormal and the supernatural with physics and with science. Now, whether or not the scientists want to go along for the ride, that's, that's to be determined. But I, I think it's very interesting, and I don't know. I just think Nazi Germany, from the aspect of Their interest in their actual activities around the paranormal, around the occult, around looking for dimensional help is fascinating. Now, do I really think they, you know, maybe opened a door? Possibly. But do I think they made contact and were getting help or plans from another realm? Now, you can get into. You know, it's been some of the greatest minds in the world that, like Nikola Tesla and other great scientists and great thinkers, have expressed that they don't... This Their knowledge of a particular topic or particular practice or a particular field was given to them. They tapped into something. Maybe another entity from another dimension did actually help them. That is very possible. And they like especially Nikola Tesla. They really believe it was given to them. They tapped into something or or somebody gave them something or gave them their knowledge, gave them their inspiration, gave them the ability to do these formulas and build these things or think outside the box really is what they were doing. Or you can look into the concept of the acoustic records. Maybe that's what these people are tapping into, which, you know, I do have an episode on the Akashic Records. I did it two years ago, a year and a half ago, which is kind of, just to put it briefly, the book of everything, everything that has happened, everything that will happen is in the ether. Not necessarily a book form. It's explained as a book, but all that data, all that information of everything that has happened and everything that will happen is in the ether. And maybe some of these great thinkers have figured out a way to tap into that. And that is why they, you know, come up with some of the great inventions and some of the great or fascinating or even supernatural type inventions and thinking. That is very possible. I do believe that, you know, we are connected to the universe. And if there is such a thing as the Akashic Records or some kind of, Universal knowledge we are connected to the universe. I think all things are connected in some way Shape or form like a Bluetooth essentially but ninety nine point nine 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 percent of us Can't make that connection or don't have that ability to tap into that higher realm and so We kind of we can't we can't do that but there might be some people that have that extra Brain power that can connect to that and that could explain some of this. So, did the Nazis, you know, have some people like that? Very possible, but in the grand scheme of things, it didn't work out. They lost the war and it didn't help them any. So, I don't put a lot of credence into it, but I think it's very fascinating. I think it's interesting. I think it's something that should be studied a little bit more. And hopefully, maybe there'll be some more documents or more evidence is found and some people come up with some more hypothesis about what was going on in the supernatural Nazi Germany. I think it's fascinating and it's I'm, I'm curious about it. So, I think that's going to wrap up this section of the podcast. Let's go ahead and move into the paranormal headline. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right. So let's move on into the uh, paranormal headline segment of this episode now this comes from CNN, and this popped up, uh, I believe, I saw, you know, just a few days ago, yeah, the 25th of uh, January, and uh, basically it's goes it goes along the lines of Bigfoot, and basically let let me read you the title: Oklahoma lawmaker proposes a bill that calls for the creation of a Bigfoot hunting season. Now, this is such complete horseshit, and this is the reason why, in my opinion, the whole cryptid phenomenon, we will never understand truly what's going on, because nobody's going to take this or what's going on seriously at all if, with things such as this, and this is, I mean, honestly, this really just pisses me off when I read it that and this is the problem with politics and I don't want to get into too much politics because that's not what I do but this is the reason politics gets a bad name and why people do not take the cryptid whatever's going on in the cryptid world seriously because of stupid stunts stupid tricks stupid cash grabs because that's all this is is a cash grab so they don't take the, they will never take it serious now yes I think the only if to prove bigfoot's real the only way anybody or the scientific community will fully accept that the possibility of a bigfoot or there is a primate out there that is either survived because we all know that larger ape-like animals existed in our past. That maybe they did not go extinct maybe that is what a Bigfoot is it is just something that survived that we thought went extinct that did not go extinct the scientific community would not take it seriously until let's face it they find a body or a body is revealed and they can do their test on it that is the only way to really solve this mystery it's not going to happen through video footage because videos can be faked it's not they're not they don't take eyewitness accounts seriously. They just chalk it up to misidentification, which in I personally think that is a fair assessment to make, just for more mere fact, in heightened situations we are not the best witnesses. The general public is not the best witnesses. Things get fuzzy, you know, we can misidentify something. That is I'm not saying that's not the case, but with things like this article and this proposal to actually create a hunting season it just it's, it's a slap in the face to you know the people who are actually putting in serious research actually putting in serious work into the field cuz there is something weird going on here too i'm not saying bigfoot's real i'm not saying the loch ness monster is real i'm just saying there is something weird going on here people are seeing There are some eyewitness eyewitness accounts that people are seeing some things that aren't normal. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, Bigfoot is a shape-shifting dimension, jumping entity that, you know, or is it connected to UFOs. I mean, it's interesting that a lot of times you'll have paranormal activity, Bigfoot, and UFO activity all circling around each other in the same areas. That's very... That's very interesting and could be just one hell of a coincidence, but I don't fully believe that. I'm not, that's not my belief, but when you take a politician who in today's world is taking the time to propose horse shit bills such as this. He should be removed from office immediately. Those voters should vote him out the next chance they get. Because this is a co- colossal waste of freaking time. And this is just a money grab. Now, not to get too political, but these states with the shutdowns and lockdowns, they have not only put the American people in a bind, and I'm not for or against, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the the economy of the world, just not here in the U.S., has been severely hampered, severely hurt. And not only is the American people or the citizens of the world struggling because they couldn't work, they couldn't do anything, the states are basically poor too because when the people don't work, here in the states, the states don't get their money either. So they're poor. This is a cash grab and a ploy to even get... You know, a revenue stream. And here's the thing. He's not even freaking hiding it. Let me read his quote here. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, let's see here. Where? Okay, let me. Justin Humphrey is the name of this colossal douchebag. Introduced the bill to the Oklahoma legislator earlier this month. The bill reads that uh, that the hunting season would be regulated by the Oklahoma Wildlife Wildlife Conservation Commission, which would set annual dates along with specific hunting licenses and fees. Now, here's a quote from him. A lot of people don't believe in Bigfoot, but a lot of people do. Well, thank you, Captain Freaking Obvious. You're a freaking idiot. Uh, You're a waste of space. Um, He suggests that creating a hunting season for the creature could help draw in tourists. Bingo, we have it. He just wants tourists. It also goes on to say, tourism is the biggest attraction we have in my house district. Establishing a hunting season and issuing license for people who want to hunt Bigfoot will just draw more people to our already beautiful part of the state. It will be a great way for people to enjoy our area and have some fun. So killing an animal, if if Bigfoot is real, it's a freaking animal. You're making a mockery of this. And I hope the people of Oklahoma realize this. And I hope they do fight back a little bit. Because this is just bullshit. If this is what he's... In today's time, in today's pandemic, in today's crisis, if this is what he's proposing, he's a dick. I mean, this is what's wrong with the political system here in the U.S. There's people coming up. I think he could better serve his... People in his district in a much better way with real-life problems and I'm not even saying Bigfoot's not real I'm just saying we have more pressing matters than a Bigfoot freaking hunting season god this pisses me off let's see in addition Humphrey hopes to secure at least 25,000 that can be used as a bounty for the first person to crap trap crap trap the creature Again, the overall goal is to get people to our area to enjoy the natural beauty and to have a great time and make money, you douche, Humphrey says. And if they find Bigfoot while they're at it, hey, well, we just have an even bigger prize. This guy's a freaking asshole. He should be ashamed of himself. Uh, You know, I don't know what else to say. You can let me know what you think. Send me an email at podcast at gmail.com. But the skeptics of cryptids, in which they have a valid point. I mean, we do need a body. We do need a physical specimen to actually prove the existence. That's how it works. That's how science works. You just can't work on theory all the time. I mean, there are a lot of theories out there that we have that is stated as fact that haven't really been proven. I'm not going to get into that. But, you know, to, the only way to actually document and prove that the there is an extremely tall primate Roman the deep woods is to have a body. I mean, all the hair samples and cast footprints in the world aren't. Are not going to convince most of the scientific community so we need a body that's the only way somebody's gonna have to be driving down the road and you know hit one and you know there you have it it's proof that's the only way it's gonna happen but for him to exploit this topic to exploit this to just gain tourism and not to mention this is a creature that you know I'm not I'm not a big hunter but I'm not against hunter hunting I mean so I'm not sitting here saying all hunting should be illegal or whatever I don't think it's all stupid I just think this is just if you're creating a hunting season for a possible creature you're a dick you're a complete asshole and you should be ashamed of yourself and I hope these people vote his useless sorry ass out of office because this is just a money grab That's all this is. This is a stunt to create a revenue stream off people's beliefs, which, you know, if you believe in Bigfoot, I'm not, I'm on the fence. I don't know. I think it's very possible that Bigfoot exists. I've stated this on this podcast before. Very possible. I've been in deep parts of the woods before, and I haven't been in the the deepest parts. I mean, you get, there is very possible that there is something floating around in the deep forest of the world especially in north america and canada because you know most people don't get off the beaten trail most people don't go really exploring into the deep deep high you know thick portions of the forest so there could be something hiding in there that we've never seen we're finding new species all the freaking time almost Several years, several, you know, not daily, but all the time we're finding new creatures or creatures we even thought were extinct. You are always hearing about that. So it's very possible that Bigfoot exists. I haven't seen one, so I don't know. I kind of hope it's... it's, I think Bigfoot is more likely than, say, a Loch Ness. Well, not even a Loch Ness monster. I mean, the ocean, if we're going to find a cryptid, there are probably more cryptids... In the ocean because the ocean is the least explored explored part of the planet we've explored more space than we have the oceans just for the mere fact of the depth and everything so I'm sure there's something lurking around in deep bodies of water that we have no idea what what they are would probably be would freak us out if we seen it, if we saw it but Bigfoot is very possible in my opinion I'm not saying it's real I'm not saying it's not real I'm, people are seeing something and I'm sure not every one of those sightings is a bear. But I think this is just making a mockery of it. This is just a cash grab. And this representative from Oklahoma, Mr. Humphreys, he's a douchebag. Okay. Send me your thoughts. Like I said, GITM podcast at gmail.com. Also, you can follow me on Twitter at night underscore ghost. Facebook ghost of the, at ghost of the night. Um, and let me know what you think if you like watching videos be sure to hit the subscribe button on the YouTube video of for this podcast episode or just subscribe to the channel which would be even freaking better I would greatly appreciate it Um, but let me know what you think about any of these topics that I cover if you have an idea for a topic be sure to send it to me and maybe we'll cover it Um, we got a lot of things going on here with this upcoming year and a lot of topics we're gonna still do a lot of paranormal ghost, spirits type stuff we're going to make a more dive into cryptids a little bit more and also alien and UFO type stuff I want to do more paranormal headline type stuff like what I just did and give my opinions on that because you can really see some stupid and crazy shit on these he- people talking about this shit because paranormal is mainstream now The supernatural is mainstream and people do let's be honest need a little bit of a you know get away from our lives at this point we have been in this for well over a year and you know will life ever go back to normal who freaking knows but you know it's a great escape for the people of the of the world so i want to do more of this because you are seeing some crazy shit. i post a lot of this stuff on twitter So follow me there for real, and uh, you'll see some of the stuff I'll post, and I'll probably talk about some of it more. I might do a whole episode just on paranormal headlines and some of the crazy ideas, but every now and then you get a good one. You get something real, and you get something that is a legitimate concern or a legitimate evidence, or sometimes you can even get a a good debunking of something paranormal. With some of these paranormal headline, paranormal headlines, it's getting late. I can't talk. So, thank you for listening. We be sure to come back next week, and we will going to talk. I don't know what we're going to talk about actually. I haven't planned that out that far in advance. But like I said, we will do some more Bigfoot stuff too, because I do want to you know do an episode about Bigfoot and the evidence that is out there. Because this is when it comes to Bigfoot evidence. You get both sides of the spectrum you get people that say there's there is no evidence at all of bigfoot and then you have other people saying there's a boatload of evidence so i'm going to really dive into this watch a lot of document documentaries might go down a youtube rabbit hole on bigfoot here in the next couple days and maybe in the next couple episodes i'll kind of present my findings and what i think and maybe form my a more a more thorough opinion of what Bigfoot is. Like I said, it might exist. I don't know. I don't have a lot of skin in the game. Very possible. But I'm okay either way. I'm good. So, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Take care, everybody.